In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. Todd, this kind of took over the show yesterday. Very serious topic. Need you to weigh in. Have you ever seen the movie Dirty Dancing? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, extremely serious. Uh, Yeah, of course, I've seen it, yeah. You have? Well, yeah. Okay. We were taking guesses because I don't even... Do you remember how this even came up, Mary Ellen? How did this topic even come up on the show yesterday? You mentioned Purple Rain, and I admitted I've never seen Purple Rain. Is that even okay since I'm from Minnesota? And then I said, (laughs) you know what? I've also never watched Dirty Dancing and the outrage. The outrage. Oh my yeah. gosh. The text line. Honestly, it crashed my computer. So many texts came in saying, Mary Ellen, you have to watch the movie. So you are telling us that you did, in fact, follow along with your homework assignment I last did. night and watch so it. So okay. I can't believe it. Todd Bergeth saw Dirty Dancing before I <laughs> Before Mary Ellen. <laughs> I mean, I looked it up. And so it came out in 1987. It only took me 37 years to watch yeah, it. I mean. Uh-huh. I did. I did. I took my job seriously. I went home. I That's watched right. Dirty Dancing. I guess I can share what I thought about Movie it. Movie review time. Yep. Thumbs up. All thumbs right. down. What, what did I think? After all these years, like anyone cares what I think after all these years. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it next. Q102. You're hearing that. You're thinking, wait a minute. It's not Movie Monday. It's Wednesday, isn't it? Yes, you are correct. It is Wednesday. But this is a big moment on the show because yesterday it just kind of came out. And I was shocked at this news that our very own Hallmark movie watching Mary Ellen super fan of all the rom-coms and the romantic movies has never seen Dirty Dancing and I thought how is the how is the world just spinning how is it going on and this is the case and so you watched it last night and now it is movie review time oh yeah I gotta admit when you told me yesterday before we left the show you said something about watermelon carrying the watermelon I'm like what are you talking about what are you talking yeah. and a million times I've heard people say nobody puts baby in a corner and I never knew what that meant what is baby baby is somebody oh that's a character on the show i had no idea so i did that was my assignment yesterday last night i got home i told my husband hey i gotta watch dirty dancing tonight why what you've never (laughs) seen dirty he's surprised my parents couldn't believe i've never seen dirty dancing like i don't know it's only been you said you went over to your parents and even your dad was making comments and references and you're thinking yeah how does how does my dad know this? my dad has watched dirty dancing how many million years ago but i it's almost like i had it in my head since it had been so long I'd never watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to watch it now. But you guys convinced me yesterday because I said, oh, 10 people text in the next three minutes. And we had so many texts come in. So I got it done. I, th- I would have felt guilty if I didn't sit down and watch it. So right. I made it happen. Now, here's that clip I was referencing that I'd never heard before. really officially knew what it meant. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Well, now oh. I know. Okay, so baby yes. is Jennifer Gray's character and then Johnny, right? And so this came out mm-hmm. in 1987 and almost the whole world probably, except for me, had a chance to watch except it. Except for Mary Ellen, and, which blows my mind still. I thought there's no way I know. you have not seen this movie. I know. And why did I not watch this sooner? You were right. Everybody that texted in. I absolutely love it. It was so good. It good. Oh my gosh. And hearing those songs, I've known the songs from the soundtrack for so many years and love them. Right. But now that I have a whole new 
appreciation when Hungry Eyes started playing. Look at me. I'm getting teary. I was like, I wow, know. this takes the song to a whole new level. I'm I imagining love- you, since your husband wouldn't watch it with you last night, so you're watching it, the credits roll, and you're like, honey, honey, come back in this living room. You stand over there. I'm going to run across the living room. You're going to catch me. You're going to lift me up. <laughs> Did you do it? Uh, no, or I would be at okay. the chiropractor this morning. Okay. I would not be able to be there. There was no running and jumping and recreating that scene. But yes, like you all already knew. I mean, that is, it was a great show. And even watching it now, so many years later, I thought it was really good. I thought, is this going to look so cheesy and really outdated? No. Yeah, well, really... and there's some serious topics. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's yeah. a, it's, you know, cutesy movie and probably one of the classic rom-com, or I guess you wouldn't call it a comedy, but romantic movies that you go, oh yeah, Dirty Dancing. But there are some, there are some serious undertones. It's not just all dancing right. and just greatness. But, okay. So uh, I did. I loved it. 37 years I good. waited to watch it. It was worth the wait. So thanks for the text encouraging me to, to get that watch. Now, I don't know if I dare want to admit all the other ones I haven't watched yet either. Because I know. Like, you're going <laughs> to have gonna an get ass- another homework assignment. I'm going to have careful. an assignment every day. It's Q102. And we're back. I feel like I'm rubbing off on you. Maybe a bad influence. All of a sudden, you're watching murder mysteries. Pretty soon, you're going to be canceling plans, watching Friday Night Dateline. What have I done to our our Mary Ellen? <laughs> but <laughs> I mentioned a website, and I, I forgot we had this conversation, but I think the last time we did the show together, we were talking about something that the radio station sent me in the mail, and I said, well, I'll, I'll see it in my informed delivery if it gets sent, because I was having some mail issues there for a couple weeks where I knew things were coming, but they did not end up in my mailbox, so I called the post office. I said, yeah, I see it in my informed delivery, but it's it's not arrived. And they said, well, there's a little link on the informed delivery where you can click the button that, no, I never had this piece of mail arrive, and that'll help the tracking system. And you had never heard of that no. option even to get informed delivery. Right. I was, what are you talking about? How do you know what you're supposed to be receiving in the mail? And I thought, I got to check this out. In fact, I remember talking with Marsha at the front desk about it after you had shared that. We're like, huh, I don't know if she, I'm going to have to ask her. You're like, if she this signed girl's up crazy, what yeah. is she talking about? <laughs> so I looked into it. I signed up to it. And just a little bit ago, I got my uh, USPS informed delivery, your daily digest for Wednesday. So it actually shows you a picture of the mail, which is so crazy. So there you can see, and it tells me when my packages arriving are coming and you can click on that. It, and this is kind of makes you feel a little bit safer in this world of if you have a, maybe your mail is delivered right to your house or on the street or something, you're feeling like, is someone going to go into my mailbox and take something? Yeah. yeah. Is it arriving? Well, and my mom just got, I think it was a text message, again, that could look legit. I'm glad that my mom is not falling for these scams like so many people are that, you know, through no fault of your own, you're just thinking, oh, a package has arrived. But she got a text that said, your package has arrived at the warehouse. Click this link for confirmation. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, the warehouse your package has yeah. arrived at the random warehouse down the street. But there are people who might be expecting a package and think, oh, okay, good. It's arrived. I'll click that link. All of a sudden, who knows where that link takes you? Right. But yeah, in the informed delivery, it's anything that is coming through the United States mail. So right. if you're getting, say, an Amazon package, that's not going to show up. That's a separate thing. But you can track those packages in your Amazon account. But this is anything sent through the post office that your mail carrier or the package delivery you know, mail van would bring to your house if it's too big to fit in your 
your mailbox. This will show you a scanned piece of your paper mail mm-hmm. or the package tracking. And if it's in the informed delivery, then you know it's a legit thing. You can click that link. You can see it in live time, you know, where it is, where it transferred through the postal system. But yeah, it's absolutely free to sign up. And I found out about it. Ah, I was before pandemic time. A girl that I worked with was expecting a package and she said, oh, it, it hasn't arrived yet. I think we were getting some things in some trinkety little giveaway things for the station. She's like, oh, it'll show up in my informed delivery because I had it delivered to my house instead of the station because who knows, you know, with packages during that time. And I said, what is informed delivery? She's yeah. like, well, it's free. You can sign up and you see all your mail before it arrives. And it has made me maybe a little bit of a lazier mail getter because sometimes when I go, <laughs> eh, just some flyers, no bills, nothing important. I'll wait till tomorrow to go to the mailbox. Yeah, how far away is your mailbox? How far away like, is your mailbox? You know, it's like two feet from my door. <laughs> but you know, like I sometimes am very busy. <laughs> well, yes, I was glad that you shared that with me. And if you, anyone else is curious about it, maybe you hadn't heard of it before, or you forgot to sign up or you want to give it a try, find out more about it. You just go to USPS.com. And then at the top of their menu bar, there's a thing that says informed delivery. And it mm-hmm. tells you how you can sign up for free. It might be a service you want to look into. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. So look at you. You've influenced me in a good way. You got me oh. keeping track of my mail better. All right. <laughs> in the good column, we have one tally. In the in the bad column, leading you astray, the list is getting longer. <laughs> Starting your day with the Q102 Morning Show. It always sounds good. They're funny. Once again, here at Jim and Laura. So we may have a bit of a problem because Mary oh. Ellen left the studio. Oh, now you're back. I'm back. Why are you out of breath? <laughs> I know I told you I was going to stay in here and dance, but I thought this could be kind of fun. I went down the hall. I thought I'll run by Todd's studio, see if he'll be willing to participate and recreate, recreate that scene. <laughs> Uh, Did he do it? That was a big no. Oh, I was going to say, I hope someone rolled video. It's probably better for all of us that it didn't happen. Yeah. You're listening to the Q102 Morning Show. And here's a few things you need to know. There is a list out there of the best and worst states to raise a family. And on the worst side, I thought, ah, don't let Minnesota be there. Come on. It can't, right? Arkansas, Alabama, West Virginia, Mississippi, and New Mexico. The bottom five. So those rank as the worst. But at the top, Minnesota, not number one, but it is number three. Oh, good. Massachusetts, followed by North Dakota, then Minnesota, Nebraska, and New York, qualifying as the best states to raise a family. And they looked at different things like education, uh, child care, affordability, socioeconomics, family fun opportunities, health and safety, all those different things to factor in. So way to go, Minnesota. Way to go. Top five. That's right. In celebration of Rod Stewart's 79th birthday, that was a Mary wow. Ellen pick. And I don't even know if we can call these songs throwbacks anymore, because who knows? After playing that today, it may shoot up the charts again and all of a sudden be in like the top 10 of Billboard. And I say that because remember a couple years ago on the episode of Stranger Things when the Kate Bush song... Uh, what is it called? Climbing up the mountain or going up the hill or what? What is it? What, <laughs> running up the hill. Running, running up. up the hill. Yes. <laughs> well, you can make up your so own that title. Was, That's good. <laughs> I know. I never. I would do bad at like name that tune. Well, it's it's something about like a big hill and going up it, but. <laughs> That song was not new by any means, obviously, but then it charted and then became 
new again. And even as most recently as Taylor Swift's Cruel Summer, that was not on her new album, Midnight's. That was off of the Lover album. But people loved it so much that they listened to it and then it started climbing the charts and then became a current song. This happened again from the Saltburn movie. And I don't know if you've seen that one. We've been talking a lot about movies. Mary Ellen now watching Dirty Dancing for the first time (laughs) all these years later. The original, not a remake, everybody, the original. But there is a song at the very end, and this is not going to ruin it for anybody, but if you see the movie Saltburn, you'll know exactly the scene I'm talking about where one of the characters is dancing and it will be a scene that sticks out for you to the 2001 song Murder on the Dance Floor. Do you remember this one? It's murder on the dance floor But you better not kill the girl Okay, I it it's a catchy like, one, but I it didn't pop into my head right away. Even hearing that, well, and there's probably a reason because in 2001 when it came out, it didn't really do that well on the charts. Sophie Ellis Bexter is the artist, and it was released. I remember hearing it, and when I watched the movie Saltburn when it came on, I was like, I have not heard this song in so long. Hmm. What is it? And I couldn't remember. I mean, if someone said, here's a million dollars, who sings this? I would not have been able to tell you that. But I looked it up and now apparently everybody else is going, oh, yeah, that song. Playing it so much now that it has now entered the Billboard Hot 100 chart for the first time in 2024, even though it came out in 20 or I'm sorry, 2001. Wow. Thanks to the movie Saltburn, which I would say, I don't know if you would like that one. I watched it recently. And I know you're just getting into like the thrillers and the mysteries and things like mm-hmm. that. That one has some mystery to it, but it, I don't know if that will be right up your alley. Not kid friendly. I'll say that it's not family viewing, but it's, it was good. It was interesting. <laughs> there okay. are some scenes that will stick out. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. But when you hear that song at the very end, know that that is not a new song that was out in 2001, but is now climbing the charts. So who knows? The uh-huh. throwbacks now become new again. The ones you want to wake up to. I listen to you guys every morning. I love you guys so much. Tim and Laura on Q102. Now, if you remember about this time yesterday, we sent a Mary Ellen off on a homework assignment that you have to leave the show now that you're filling in for Tim. He's on vacation, still in Mexico, and you have to go home right now and watch Dirty Dancing Mm because she had not seen that movie in all of these years. And so you did your homework assignment yesterday. So you are off the hook as far as movies. But now you have to go watch the two episodes that have aired of the floor game show that is it is so, so good. And I got my mom on board watching last night. I'm trying to explain it to her. She said, wait a minute. What do you mean you steal someone else's category? And what do you mean you take over their spot on the floor? I said, you have to watch it. But it's so, so good. Mm. And it brings up the topic. If you are going to be on the show, you will have to come in with a level of expertise in a particular category. And it can be anything. Last night, they did cereals. Somebody said, ah, I know all the cereals. And so <laughs> they took pictures of cereal boxes took out the name so it didn't say Cheerios on the front but it still had the little heart shaped bowl and all the Cheerios in so you would have easy ones easy pictures like that but then they had grape nuts and some of the other more obscure cereals and so you can be stumped even if you think that that is your category of expertise and so would yours be Taylor Swift songs Taylor Swift uh-huh. relationship like would it be a Taylor Swift category or what would be your level of expertise Mary Ellen I'm a Swifty I'm even and this might surprise people but I know I'm not 
not the biggest Swifty because I know a lot and I'm interested in it, but I, I don't know everything about it. So I could try that category. I think the Hallmark movies, maybe, you know, toss some of those at me or the actors or actresses who are on those. Maybe Minnesota okay. Twins, okay. like Todd said. Yeah, I could probably go for those categories. That is the Facebook topic right now. If, if you had to pick your square category of expertise on the floor, if you were on there and people are getting real specific and you can, you can go general, say movies or like you Hallmark movies. But Ashley weighed in and said Pirates of the Caribbean movies or Deadpool movies. <gasps> Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you Sorry. could do Ryan. <laughs> your t- category could just be Ryan Reynolds. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> now, Sherry weighed in, girl, right on my uh, wheelhouse. I don't know that I would challenge her, though, because as much as I love Dateline, there are a lot of other crime shows. And that's what she said to her category of expertise would be. And that spans really the decades, because if you mm-hmm. go old school, Unsolved Mysteries or some of those or the new ones. I mean, there's there's whole entire networks now that are filled with Snapped and all those murder shows. And so that that could be hard. I yeah. don't know. It's it's an addicting game show, though. I wish that all the episodes were... I wish I was late to the game on this one. This is the problem with being current in what you're watching. You have to wait until the new episodes I come know. out. This is why I like to wait. You know, come in a decade late on a show and then you <laughs> binge through everything. You're like, oh, this is what the, all the hype was about. <laughs> or me, 37 years after Dirty exactly. Dancing comes out, Finally watching. You know, you don't want to rush into anything. Thing. That's right. <laughs> Only That's right. millions of people have said it's great. Don't rush this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we're wrapping up our time together for today, but we'll do it again tomorrow morning. And I just, I sent you a link about something that I somehow popped up in my social media feed from okay. West Virginia. And now I am hooked on this. And so I sent you about that. So we got to share more about that tomorrow morning and see what people think about this thing that I'm now kind of obsessed and interested with. Like this. Yeah, is a, this is. Yeah. This would not be for everyone. Mm-hmm. I would say that it would be very awkward for most people. Yeah. But I think it would be fun, too. I I think I would. Well, I don't know. Would I be brave enough to try? We're going to have to see how you guys feel about it. So we're going to share more about that tomorrow morning. Have a great rest of your day, Laura. We'll see you in the morning. All right. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.